Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. People need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 197. Jamie, so close. (laughs) So close. To what? You every time you say this, it's a trick question. No, it's not. You just for some reason don't uh, do the math. We're getting so to, close to episode two hundred. Yes. Why was that difficult? <laughs> because last week you kept saying one ninety two. Oh, last week. Who remembers last week? <laughs> Me. <laughs> anyway, I'm David Brody from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM in New York. How are you guys doing? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Walkers and Talkers. I've got big news, big news, big news that I'm going to yes. share with you. Uh, after I do the news segment, I'll end with, with our big news. How about that? Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, unlike past episodes of, of news, Jamie and I alternate whatever. Uh, Jamie didn't feel like doing a news report this week, so I'll do it all. <laughs> I just have one quick story. Oh, all right. Then you know what? Let me do a couple and I'll throw it to you. Okay. All right. Aisha Tyler, who of course, uh, in addition to being on, is it the talk? And she's uh, one of the voices of Archer on the show Archer. Uh, she's um, Lana. And she's been directing episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. And she's been on five episodes of Talking Dead. Amazingly, don't ask me how this happened. She's been added to the cast of Fear the Walking Dead. And if you watch the latest trailer, she is, uh, I guess, a survivor of the uh, atomic problem they're having. Wow, very cool. Let's see, what else? Oh, uh, the CRM will return 
this season to Fear the Walking Dead. So they're back. We will see them again. I oh guess boy. more than okay. Isabella, we may see more people. Because oh don't forget, boy. they set off a nuclear explosion. Yeah, they did. So although they are six or seven years behind... And by the way, I, I looked it up. World Beyond is on the same timeline as The Walking Dead. <gasps> That's what I thought. Right, okay. but Fear, prior to the yes. time jump they may do, is uh, seven or eight years behind. Yes. Which means Morgan... Like, a lot happened after Morgan uh, walked across the country. That's when we had, just a reminder, they had the uh, Rick is gone, time skip, Judith mm-hmm. is big now. Then a, yes. a Whisperer's skip and a Maggie skip, and it's it's about eight oh, years. Boy. So we don't know how, how, so when the CRM shows up on fear, it could be a year later. It could be right after the explosions, and they're like, what the hell just happened? They can't be happy. <laughs> In the trailer for episode five, Out of the Ashes... Of The Walking Dead. That's this week's episode coming up. Yes. Somebody picks up a Whisperer mask. I saw that. But in the description of the episode, it says there are squatters living at Hilltop. So it's possible some of the Whisperers who were still alive, you know, post-Alpha dying and then breaking up. Yeah. The band broke up. Yeah. They might be living at, at Hilltop. So they may be. Absolutely. They may be people who want to, like, not uh, be bad people anymore. Or they may be people that we they have to kill. I almost mm. said we have to kill, like uh, we're part of it. Yeah, <laughs> like we're part of it. <laughs> Carlos Navarro, big news for Carlos Navarro. He was a member of the kingdom, and he was killed. Mm-hmm. He is going to be in the new Disney Plus show, Hawkeye. Wow. You're like, oh, good for Carlos Navarro. Why yeah. is it also important that Carlos Navarro is uh, on that show? We interviewed Carlos Navarro for the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Yes, we did. He was one of the first people from uh, the show, one of the first people that we got, and we interviewed him, and he, he was promoting something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, he was promoting something else, and we promoted that for him. And we, Great guy. Uh, he was really nice. What was that? Great guy. Great guy. So good for him. He's going to be on Hawkeye, which wow, looks fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait for that. So uh, one of our guests, making it big, <laughs> Lynn Collins, admitted that she went to showrunner Angela Kang. And asked, because of the time jump, that we see Leah much later, after she had a relationship with Daryl, if she could use her regular colored hair, which is gray, for the new season. Which is why wow. she's not a redhead anymore. Or a brownish redhead. When she had sex with Daryl, now yeah. she has gray hair. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. That's right. Now, this <laughs> this is a big... Spo- yes, yeah, she did. Daryl, yep. Mm-hmm. This is a big spoiler. The headline of the article on on Insider.com is AMC appeared to spoil a big The Walking Dead twist about Mm. Stephanie's true identity in photo captions. Hmm. So there's a picture of Eugene and quote-unquote Stephanie walking down the street eating ice cream. Okay? And on AMC's press website, so like if you were media and you want the information... You would go, and so there's a picture of them, and it says The Walking Dead Season 11, air date 9-19-2021. And it says, description, Josh McDermott as Dr. Eugene Porter, and Shell Ramos as Decoy Stephanie. Called it! (gasps) What? Oh my God. Somebody's getting fired for that. What the hell? Doesn't Eugene recognize her voice, realize it's not her? Come on, Eugene. So there you go. So I was right. She's decoy. AMC's admitting it. She's decoy oh Stephanie. Why oh would you? Man. Why would you make a big announcement that Margot Bingham, I think that's her name, is going to play Stephanie, a black actress playing a black character from the comics, 
And, yeah. and why don't at least have a black decoy? Oh, decoy Stephanie, man. Somebody's getting fired. It's like, thanks, trailer guy. <laughs> trailer guy. It's like uh, photo guy or whoever. Yeah, photo guy. Things. Thanks, photo guy. <laughs> photo guy. Come on. So, yeah. So press, then, press photo so, guy. As I said, not the real Stephanie. I mean, good for yeah. good for uh, Shell Ramos, who gets a job. Yeah. As a fake Stephanie. Oh, man. And again, I could be wrong. No spoilers. Even though that was, you know, it's sort of a spoiler. You guys knew. I think you're you right. You guys are you're professional right. Walking Dead fans. You you're know. You're right. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, episode four, rendition. Did you like it? I, well, it was all about Daryl and dog. I mean, how could double D? D- Gotta love it. Well, that would be Leah. Okay. <laughs> now, now you guys listening are screaming, wait a minute. What about the big news? What about the... Oh, yeah. Was- what about the big news? I didn't forget about the big news. Here, here's the big news. Oh, okay. Okay. Brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. Today is the 15th of September. I don't yes. know when this will get posted. I have to edit it. But as of now, I would say within a week, this week, hopefully, you will be able to pre-order, till we get a minimum of 12, pre-order your Walkers and Talkers t-shirts. Oh my God, seriously? Yes, your multicolored, hard to print, <gasps> expensive to print logo. <laughs> uh, I finally got a high, super high res version of the logo. <gasps> yes. From Randy, Randy who uh, did the work for us. Thanks, Randy. And we will have a shirt. It's going to be black. Oh my God, this is so exciting. Black shirt with our logo. How about that? I love it. Uh, I love it, and I cannot wait to wear one. Yes, you and I will, will definitely get them. So, yes. that's the big news. Brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. That's brooklynboys.bigcartel.com. And while you're there, buy some Brooklyn Boys merchandise. <laughs> it wouldn't kill you. All right. So, the episode starts off in the woods to show you what Daryl was doing during the ambush. Somehow, he lets everyone die around him and manages to run off into the woods. Nobody follows him. At least these great hunters, these great military mercenaries, they don't follow him. They let him get away because all the stars of the show got away. Father Gabriel's (laughs) neck is bleeding. He got away. Yep. Mm -hmm. Did you think Daryl would fight more? Or did you think he realized we're going to lose? I better run. I thought he would fight a little bit more. But that one that one Reaper that came at him and dog bit, that was, I mean, that was pretty bad. I Maybe after that fight, I would hide a little bit. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right that's fine. Uh, he hops over a wall and immediately finds himself by a building where a miscellaneous Reaper is approaching from around the corner. So he throws some rocks on the roof and that distracts the Reaper. Now, again, the mercenary fell for the old rocks on the roof trick. Yes, They go off into the woods, and the Reaper finds them. They get into a fight. Daryl fights the Reaper. Um, Now, again, Daryl, not immediately dead once you see a Reaper. Not immediately (laughs) dead. Somehow, he's not dead. You're never going to let Maggie live They have assault weapons and knives, and Daryl's not dead. (laughs) Well, thank God. Dog bites the guy's leg, and the guy throws Dog, and Daryl screams. (gasps) Dog made a squeaky, like, whiny sound, and I did not like that. Two more Reapers show up. Two of them. There's three of them now standing 10 feet away from him. Okay, he throws a knife at their heads, right? (laughs) All three of them duck as if he could possibly hit all three of them. Now, wouldn't he throw it at their chest, like their heart? Yeah, that's where I would throw it at. Now, I'm not saying he's an expert knife thrower, but he's, I don't know, eight, 10 feet away. They all duck for a half a second, look up, and Daryl's gone. Presto. Presto. And they can't track him, apparently. Abracadabra. He's gone. I threw a knife. Come on. <laughs> in the forest where the 
the leaves make crunchy sounds. He managed to tiptoe and he's gone. Yeah. And they don't know how to, they can't track him. <laughs> oh, man. Daryl finds a walker corpse, opens up the stomach and puts walker oh. gut blood all over his face. Which That was a little much. Almost. It dried really quickly. Yeah. And I thought, well, why would they, why would he do that? He hasn't done it in years. They haven't done it in like no. eight, nine seasons. Why is he suddenly now doing it to cover up his scent? Is mm. he trying to like, because he could have put dirt on his face if he wanted to hide from the Reapers. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, now it's daylight. So it's been, yes. again, it just turns daylight on this show. <laughs> it's That's a, so It's true. a couple of hours later and they, they still, they still haven't found him. Okay. By the way, we saw that it was Leah in the mask. They yes. did a close up at that point. So it's Leah. Leah sees Dog in the woods, and we have to assume that she called Dog and Dog came to her because we see her later with Dog. Daryl put the stuff on his face. At this point, did you think he was going to walk through a herd of walkers? That there'd be a reason for having the walker guts on his face? I thought he was going to go through a mini horde or something. Right. Because otherwise, why? I mean, he was really in the guts trying to get him out. And I was like, ooh, he's going somewhere. So you see him walking in an open field, which doesn't make a lot of sense. You're walking upright. These guys are, are mercenaries. And you're, you're out in the open, which I thought was weird. Uh, he hears Dog barking. He runs to see where Dog is, and he finds Dog standing with, he doesn't know yet, but it's Leah. Oh, boy. And I still am like, so what's with the blood? I don't get it. Daryl says, says, let him go. And she pulls out, um, he pulls out his knife, and she takes off her mask to show that she's Leah. He's stunned, and she says, I never thought I'd see you again. He says, I thought the same. She says, what are you doing out there on the road with that other group? Daryl says, very very cleverly, I'm, I'm not with them. I met up with them on the road, but I'm not yeah. with them. I'm alone. You know I travel alone. And she pulls out a shotgun. Remember the first time she met him? She pulled a shotgun on him. Oh, yeah. He says, look, we're going. Right? He's like, come on. Come on. Calls Dog. And yeah. Dog doesn't move. And she laughs dog and says, didn't move. I thought he always liked you better. And Daryl says he's leaving, and suddenly he's surrounded by Reapers. Yes, he is. Going nowhere. Nowhere. I guess he could have done the old throw a knife trick and disappear again. Nowhere to go now. <laughs> Credits roll. We're back. Daryl's head's covered with a hood, and they're like a... I guess it's a hood. It's more like a, like a potato sack. Like a burlap sack. Yeah, and they're dragging him through the streets of whatever... I guess that's... that's what, what was it? Meridian? Yes. And there are more bodies hung by their feet. Now, here's a little bit of trivia that they announced on Talking Dead. One of the bodies hanging by their feet was Agatha. Now, I don't know. Did they go into the woods and find uh, eaten up Agatha? That's kind of sick because she's already dead. I right. Mean, she Wouldn't she have eaten... turned into a walker? For sure. Or did they eat her brain? So how did they get well, Agatha and then string her up? The Greg Nicotero walker that bit her went right for her forearm. So I don't think her brains were eaten. They, well, they, had well, they all jumped her. on her head and started eating her. That could have happened. All right. Uh, there, so we find out there's 15 of them, at least, roughly 15 Reapers. And Maggie said, oh, there aren't many left. And how how many people were in their search party? Like eight or nine? Yeah. Why would you go after deadly killers who kill you the minute you see them with eight people? Didn't they go to overthrow? They did, They went They went for, for food, right? But weren't they also going to in case... The, the, they were going to overthrow Meridian right, and Right, but they claimed they never enough them. people. No, they definitely don't have enough people. Right. It's a suicide mission. They bring Daryl into a shed, tie him to a chair, and everyone leaves except Leah. Daryl says he came back for her. He looked everywhere for her. He says he's sorry she ended up with these people. And she says, these people are my family. 
Hello? Oh, boy. Yeah, don't be sorry. It wasn't an, uh, an accident. That's what I wanted. She says, they never stopped looking for her. When they found me, I came home. She was mm. sort of like saying to him, like, well, you, you, you stopped looking after a while. They never stopped. Because if you, you remember... for a long time. Yeah, if you remember, she said she got separated by, by her group because of walkers. Yes. But these guys are mercenaries, right? They're, they're, they're military trained. How far could she have been separated that they couldn't have just seen her on the other side of the field and eventually gone back? Like, we'll meet here. Should they or saw a... the cabin in their travels and like, oh, maybe she's in here. Well, that's what they did. They found her. But yeah. I, 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 so but it took a long time. <laughs> they, it did, right. But for the, and, and so, I, I don't know. I don't know how they lost her. She asked them if the people on the road talked, what they talked about, and what happened to the people he said he was with, right? Because he was with Leah five years ago. He said, yeah, yeah. I have a group that I've left. And she says, are the people on the road the people you talked to me about? And he says, my people picked the wrong fight with the wrong people a long time ago. I told you I'm mm. alone. I guess like the whispers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because Le- Leah was pre-whisperer. Yes, she was. Right, okay. She offers to clean him up, right? She says, oh, let me clean you up. You're, you're filthy. That, my friend is the only reason he put the blood on his face. <laughs> right? So she, hey. so she could say, ah, let me clean you up. Damn, she's lucky, that girl. Well, she gave him a sponge bath, sort of. So she happens to have a basin of water. A little a sponge clean bath water. ready to go. Uh, it's right, a clean rag nearby on the shelf. Mm. Right? And I'm thinking to myself, that was the only reason he put the blood on his face. So she'd say, <laughs> I have to clean you up. Yeah. She walks, she cleans his face in a girlfriend kind of way, walks oh, behind totally. him, puts the rag over his face, and he passes out. So was the water chloroform? That you know, I thought the same thing. I'm like, well shit, didn't he smell it? Like why didn't you I I the first thought it was chloroform, and then I thought, why didn't he smell it? Right. Either that or she's tried to suffocate him. I don't know. I, I don't know. He wouldn't have been knocked out from the rag over the face unless she should she suffocate him with the rag till he passed out? She's militarily trained. I guess the military knows how to do that. I don't know. Anyway, he wakes up with the hood on his face, and he's being waterboarded. I know. My God. By Carver and some other idiot. They keep asking him if the others are still out there and who the leader is. Which seems like a stupid question, because they saw Maggie. They're hunting Maggie. She's marked by the Pope. Yep, she is. Pope marked you. So why do they keep asking who the leader is? Or who, who, or who, you know, like, did they not think Maggie's the leader? They've been following them for how long? I, a long time, because Maggie knew of them before Daryl's group did. Once again, he says, I'm not one of them. They don't believe him, and they waterboard him again. At some oh. point, Leah says, all right, you could stop now. And they did, yeah. they were like, no, we don't want to stop. And she says, do it. Stop it. <laughs> Gave it that look, like, Respect my authority. My authority. So obviously. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I think maybe. Because Pope likes her, maybe she has more authority. Maybe. Or just she got ballsy and they, they had to listen to her so that he, she wouldn't rat Ooh. them out. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, she does look much older, which I guess they want to show you. It's been like five, six years since the last time he saw her. Yeah. And she says, you got to tell me what I need to know because the person that we work for won't be as nice. I guess she means mm. the Pope. Yes. Daryl says, look, these people gave me some food and some gear. I didn't know these people more than a week. She doesn't believe him and says, go, he says, go ahead and kill me if you don't believe me. I have nothing else to say. They put the hood back on his head, tie him up, oh and throw him into a cell. 
So he's trying to listen. He's very clever. He immediately he he immediately jumped into I got a story. I have a lie. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Right. He has to. We're gonna see him in his cell, and uh, his the prisoner across the way that also makes Daryl react very quickly oh, and on his man. toes. And we'll be back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, Daryl is sitting in the cell for a while, uh, but thankfully they weren't playing Easy Street. <laughs> yeah. There's a prisoner across the way. I don't know which member of uh, the wardens, Maggie's He's group. a red shirt. He's a red shirt. I don't, I don't remember seeing him. I don't remember which one he was. Me either. But he looks pretty badly beaten up, and he says hi to Daryl, and he says, where are the others? Like, oh, God, oh that's, shut your like, mouth, we're like, boy. Right, like, right. And Daryl's, like, trying to cover up his tracks. He yeah. says, shut up. I don't know anything about your people. I don't care about your people. And the guy's, like, trying to talk again. Like, yeah, but. He goes, shut but up. Remember that time? Yeah. He's like, stop it. Shut up. <laughs> Shutting up. <laughs> so Daryl says, I don't know what your beef is about, and I don't want any part of it. Um, and the guy says, so then the guy finally catches on. Or he doesn't catch on. He thinks Daryl's a dick. I don't know. And he says, we should have left you starve. You're an asshole. Um, so, so I'm thinking the guy must have figured it out, right? Yeah, they kind of were making like really intense eye contact. Like, hmm. Like, I don't know like, you. Like, follow my lead. Yeah. So I, it, there was a moment where you could see the guy's eyes where he's like, oh, got it. Got right. it. Okay, you, you asshole. Right, <laughs> right. He's like, Philippe, I don't know you. I mean, whatever your name is. <laughs> uh, two guards come for the other guy and drag him off. Now, the guy's already been beaten, and he got beaten again because we see him later. So, I mean, they're not cutting his fingers off. Shouldn't they be cutting his fingers off? Something? Well, I mean, they should. Uh, no, but yes. Leah comes by and tells him he's being stubborn as ever. He says, that's what you think this is, me being stubborn? 
She says, you need to tell me the truth. And he says, I never lied to you, Leah. I'm not going to start now. Um, but we already know he's lying. Yeah, he, oh, he's lying. We already know he's lying. Um, she asked him again what he knows about those people. And he says, I don't know shit. You know I would help you if I could. Just give me dog and let me go. So obviously, he's like, I don't, I don't need you, Leah. I want the dog. I want to get out of here. Give me my dog He back. says, you'll never see me again. And she says, is that what you want? Like, is that really what you want? She really wants to know. So the guards come back with the other guy. He's now badly, he's more badly beaten. Oh. Uh, I'm thinking to myself, at some point, isn't this guy going to crack and be like, I know Daryl! (laughs) Yeah. All that torture, he didn't give up Maggie, which we talked about last week. They're all very heavily devoted to Maggie. But he could have said like, listen, let me live. That guy over there, Daryl, he's in on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like, I'll tell you, my my cellmate, that guy, watch out. Yeah, that guy Carver, who was waterboarding Daryl, walks in and tells Leah they found Bossy. Um, I'm going to jump ahead here. Bossy is the guy who stabbed Alden. Yes. Because he had a knife wound in his back. Maggie threw the knife at him, right? That was a big wound. Um, And she said, what about Turner? And he looks like something's wrong, and he's like, give us a look like, come follow me. The two of them go for a long walk down hallways, behind curtains. They find Bossy. He's on his knees, begging in front of Pope, apologizing. And I'm thinking, this guy's dead. He's dead. He's oh, on yeah, his knees. This, this is not good. He says, I tried to save Turner, but I couldn't. But I carried him all the way back. You know, I, I got him back here. I did the best I could. I did what I was supposed to do. So Leah turns to the right and sees that Turner, I guess, is either a friend or a boyfriend. She, I think she said he was like a little brother to her, right? Yes, it um, was like her little brother she always wanted. Yeah, he's laid out on a platform dead, and there's a religious guy, maybe, chanting something over him. That was so creepy. Leah walks over him, touches his head, and looks awfully sad. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know, this is obviously has a relationship with this guy, right? Yeah. So, now, here's my question. The episode makes a big deal about this guy, uh, Turner? What did you say his name was? Turner. Turner, right? Dying. But if you remember, two two of them died. Maggie stabbed Turner in the face with the right. The, he was the skull mask guy. Yeah, she killed him in the face, and then Negan hit him over the head. And and by the way, this guy didn't look like his face was carved up by the bottle. No, it didn't. But that was definitely Turner, right? Because the only other guy that we saw die was the guy Father Gabriel killed. Yes, and they don't mention him at all. They don't mention him at all. Him. They don't even say he's missing or anything. He's like the Heath. Of the show. <laughs> oh. He's he like the, is... um, uh, what's her name? Emily Kinney, Beth. Oh, because no one mentions him. Right. Pope walks out of the room, and I thought to myself, this guy looks like an asshole. He says, God is angry, and I am angry. And uh, everyone stands up at attention like they, like it's some kind of cult. He says, God is angry, I'm angry. Let them feel our wrath. Oh, boy. I'm like, this guy is biblical. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's up there. Leah comes back to Daryl's cell looking frustrated and somber. He asks her what's wrong, and she says one of her brothers is dead. Meanwhile, two of her brothers are dead. She said yeah. we. She said they fought all over the world together. Leah says they were mercenaries. Daryl says, you didn't tell me you were a merc. And she says, what's the difference? It was the same job. We just got paid for it. And so she says, yeah, he's my little brother. Now he's dead. And uh, she said it's the first time she's lost someone close to her in a long time. But the, didn't she talk about her kid dying? She did. So and maybe, then she said to him, since you, and then kind of looked away. Yeah. She said, except maybe you. And Daryl says, you didn't lose yeah. me. I came back and you were gone. 
She said, you left me. I asked you what you wanted in life and you left. He said, I was scared. And now she's crying. Mm. He's like, I was scared, baby. I loved you. I was gonna, <laughs> I was just, I went out for, I just came, went out for some milk, caught the milk. And I, I came back a month later and you were gone. What? You weren't there. And by the way, they, they, her group lost her for how long? Years. Years. Right? Like a while. Because Daryl yeah. was seeing her in the cabin for years. Years. Six months later, a year later. They couldn't find her for years. She had no intention of finding them. They're militarily trained. It wasn't until Daryl left for a day. That's when they found her. Seriously, right? I'm calling uh, Reaper finding bullshit. <laughs> she says, we've all done bad things. We've all killed. She says, this is me, the good and the bad. And he says, he doesn't believe that, right? That this is her, really her. Yeah. She says, I can't help you with that. Like, you have to just accept it. But oh I can't I, I, I can help save you because despite everything, I still care about you and I don't want anything bad to happen to you. So you need to tell me anything. If you don't, I can't control what my commander will do next. He's angry about Turner. He wants someone to pay. So now Daryl actually says some truthful things. Were you surprised? Shocked. Yes. He, he sang like a canary out of nowhere. He says, now he didn't give names, but he says the woman is the leader. Now, again, he's very smart for a guy who was like a hillbilly. Uh, yeah. Right? They he were learned. speaking in code because I was outside. I was an outsider. He goes, there's also a tall, skinny guy who never shuts up. That's Negan. Negan. And a priest who carries a shotgun. Why would you? Why? Whoa. What are you, what are you doing there? Whoa, Father Gabriel. And by the way, how does he know those were the only three people that lived outside of Alden? How does he know that Maggie and Negan and, like, how does he know that Duncan's dead and Agatha's dead and Cole's dead? And how does he know that? I think he's just taking a stab in the dark and remembering who he may have seen before he ran away. So he saw Maggie run off. He saw Father Gable get slashed in the neck. He saw I, Negan run away. I don't know what he saw. But he didn't know that Duncan died. He didn't mention Duncan. Duncan didn't die till afterwards. Yeah, Duncan was new to him, although. So I just found that to be a little bullshitty. Daryl says one of the guys slipped up and said he was going to meet three dozen of their fighters, which is a hell of a lot more than you have. So that by, that went quick. I had to listen to it twice. What he's saying is one of the one of the guys he claims not to know uh, out loud said, I'm going to meet our uh, 36 of our fighters. Just happens okay. to be three dozen, really. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's telling Leah, you know, and I don't know if you know this, but math-wise, three dozen is more than 15, Leah. Yeah, honey. In case she didn't figure that out. So so he says, when am I going to go meet the Pope? And she says, soon. She walks into Pope's room, and he's got guards around him like he's king shit. Yep. <laughs> and she says, you are right. He was hard to break. But he said they have twice as many fighters as we do, right? Which is actually more than twice. I yeah. think he'll be good here. We need the manpower anyway. My guess is Pope thinks he's full of shit and is now, that's what I thought. Pope thinks she's full of shit and is now going to be mad at her for falling for it. Right? That's what I was thinking that time. Like, he's like, oh, this dumb, gullible woman. Yeah, you were in love with him and now, listen, you're falling for his bullshit. So he starts questioning her loyalty. He asks why she didn't kill him outside when he had a chance. He says to her, you know he loves you. He's just trying to get in your pants. That's why he's being helpful. She says, Daryl is... Like they are. He's like us. He doesn't fear anything. He doesn't fear death or pain. Ask Carver. He knows. 
And so I, I guess Carver, I got Carver's the, the guy, right? The other guy. She yeah. says, he used to mean something to me, but the day you came and found me and took me back, I haven't regretted anything. He touches her face like he's like she's his daughter. Well, like, like yeah. so, you know, she says, I, he says, I believe in you more than the others. That's a slap in the face. That's like, I like yeah. you, even though those other people hate you. And the other people are in the room. Yeah, it's a dick thing to say. That's like <laughs> making himself like, it's like, hey, I'm the only one here that likes you. Oh, my God. So he says, do you trust him? And she says, yes. He says, then let me see for myself. How about that? How about that? So now her head's on the chopping block if... If, uh, if he fucks up. That's right. <laughs> and we'll be back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. So there's three idiots taunting Daryl about how uh, Shaw, Leah's last name is Shaw, wore the pants in the relationship. Hmm. She walks in and says something that the closed captioning didn't pick up. She said something and then says, calls Carver a dumbass and then says, get out. But I put on the closed captioning because I couldn't make out what she said. And I only say that I know she said dumbass because he goes, I guess I'm a dumbass. I'll leave. Right. <laughs> she unties him and he says, you are going to tell me everything about, about everything. Daryl says, are you going to tell me anything about this guy before I meet him? And she says, just follow my lead. So at that point, she's going to help Daryl answer the questions. Yeah. Now, as she said on Talking Dead, Leah did not know what was about to happen. I would be scared. I'd be like, you better follow my lead for real. <laughs> well, so there's a knock on the door. And she goes to open the door, and it's locked. They pour kerosene or gasoline under the door, and they light it. Now, at that point, did you think they want... I thought they were going to kill Leah for being wrong about Daryl. I thought they wanted her dead. Right. Like, oh, we can't trust her anymore. Like, you stupid woman. Like, I can't believe you fell for this shit. Right. That's, that's That's how I took that scene at first. 
So they run back to, to away from the fire, and luckily, luckily, maybe they put it there as part of the test, I don't know. Leah spots a crowbar, and the window is poorly boarded up with boards. You would need a crowbar to take them off, and they How get convenient. out, and he throws her through the window first. He jumps out second. Yeah. When they get out of the window, all of the men are standing outside. How awkward. She sees them. I thought she was looking at them like, you motherfuckers tried to kill me. Yeah. But instead, she walks over to them, turns around like she's joined the group. She realizes what happened. Now she's facing him and Pope. He's at the Pope is at the top of the staircase because that's how you know he's the Pope. He's top of the staircase. Yeah. <laughs> like Negan used to be. And he says, forged by fire, ordained by God. Welcome <laughs> him. And they salute him with fortuto salutis, which means strength of salvation. I looked it up. Oh, wow. I looked Thank it up. That. <laughs> Forged by God. I like his accent. I, I, I like it better than I liked Alpha's. Alpha. Oh, yeah. No, hers was so creepy. Yeah, you need to let my daughter go. I'm Alpha. Yeah, oh, she was weird. Wah. She was weird. The Pope is alone in a room with Daryl. He tells them they all met in Afghanistan, uh, watching so many uh, horrible things that their brothers had to do. Uh, their brothers died. Politicians lied to them. We were just props for them. That's that's all we were. And yeah. so when we came home, we became mercenaries to do all the dirty work for the government and for other people that, that had to be done. And it got really dirty once civilization fell. Whether they had to kill walkers, whatever they had to do. Or kill other people with other towns, like other communities. He says, we were surrounded by death and killing, but there was one more war for the politicians uh, to wage, and that was on us. He said they started, they were bombing us. The bombs came fast and often. He said, we hold up in a church at the end of town. There were flames everywhere. And when the fires died down, not one of his people had a scratch or a burn. And that's when they knew they were the chosen ones. Oh, my God. Now, I, I looked this up, and uh, they also talked about this on, I forget which Walking Dead page I looked at. But that fire often jumps over buildings. Like a flame, flames will shoot over a building, and that sometimes there are yeah. this property that doesn't burn, or yeah. trees or different things, and that it's not like a miracle from God. It's just the freak of the flame. It's freak accident. Right. Anyway, that's when he's like, that's when we, re- we realized we were chosen. That's some crazy shit. That, that's, that's psychotic shit. That's cult shit, is what that is. <laughs> yes, it is. He says, the fire couldn't touch us. And look at you. You came out of that fire sitting here right now. Are you hurt? And he scratches or burns. Uh, he says, Daryl, you've been through worse before. I'm sorry, Daryl says, Daryl says he's been through worse before. Like, it's not a big deal. I mean, he didn't walk through the fire. He ran away from the no. fire and he opened the window. Yeah. Not really sure that's the same thing. Anyway, Daryl seems to impress the Pope. Pope says, are you hungry? And they all go outside to eat. There's a fire. And I'm thinking, Daryl has them all fooled. The same way Negan fooled the Whisperers. Yes. Right? That he fit in. I don't like those people. I have nothing to do with them. And don't forget, Daryl fit right into the Claimers also. Yes, claimed. Oh, my God. Right? He was one of them. Yes, he him. was. He seems to be very valuable to everybody. He's very, yeah. Everybody he's, loves Daryl. He blends right in. Blends right in. You you would have him in your group, wouldn't you? Oh, hell yes. Right? He could be, uh, you, you'd He'd be, be my... My my husband. He'd be like here. you know when you have the big, what do they call those big fights the ga- uh, uh, gang bangs gang bangers. You, you'd be you'd want him in your gang bang, wouldn't you? You fighting? I would. Right? I would. He would. Yeah, he would kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. 
Right, break that ass again. All right. So <laughs> the Pope walks out with Daryl and announces to everyone at the campfire, um, Leah was right about this one. And she says, of course I was. He tells Bossy, just a reminder, Bossy is the guy who stabbed Alden. So we're not going to feel sorry for him. No. Right? He, he says to, to Bossy, uh, give, uh, give some of your food to Daryl. And uh, he says, Bossy carried his brother on his shoulders for 10 miles. Do you know the strength that takes? Right? And Bossy says, you know, oh, anyone would have done the same. And Pope says, do the wounds on your back still hurt? And he says, no. Now, that guy only got one knife to the back. But still, ow. Yeah, but not, not wounds, but wound to the back. Yeah. Right? Unless when he threw that explosive device, some of the shrapnel may have gone into his back. Yeah. He says, no, they don't hurt anymore. At that point, did you realize he's dead? I was I was getting very uncomfortable. Like, I was like, oh, shit, something really bad is going to happen. Like, I could feel it building. I'm like, oh, God, right. oh, God, oh, God. He's making such a big deal of the guy. Yes, that's what it was. He was making such a big deal. It was like when Negan made a big deal of the doctor and then threw him into the fire. Yeah. Right? Same thing. That's why they gave him a stupid name like Bossy. <laughs> I know. What the hell like, is It wasn't like car, car, Carver or Hunter or the, or the Hatchet. Bossy. <laughs> the Hatchet. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, he's, they're making an example of him. So he goes yeah. behind him and he's got his hands on his shoulders and he's, I have just one question. At that point, I'm like, he's dead. He's oh my dead. Oh, God. When he, when he put his hands on his neck, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's your happening. Something's are, happening. Yeah, your wounds are on your back. Now, Leah knows what's going on. She says, it's been a rough day. Let him be. This is the guy that stabbed Alden. That's why he's got the wounds on his back. Maggie threw the knife. and But Pope thinks he was running away. He says, where were you when Turner was being attacked? And Bossy says he was facing the enemy when he was being attacked. Which is a lie. He had his back to him. Now, yeah. why wouldn't you say, I was stabbing this one guy, and it's not my fault that the guy happened to attack Maggie behind me? That's exactly, that's what you say. Literally, I was in mid-stab, and this is what happened. He, like, he, I was he fighting the, he the enemy. Yeah, he wasn't running away. No, he didn't even defend himself. So then the Pope says, it's human nature to be scared and to turn your back and run. He says to Daryl, do you know what that's like? It takes divine strength to face your fear head on. To face everything for someone else takes courage for someone else. We all saw what you did, Daryl. He goes, you got out of the fire and you made sure that she was okay, that she got out first. You did, would do yeah. anything to keep her safe and God baptized you in that fire. By the way, if they had not found Daryl, he wouldn't have had Daryl to use as an example of unselfishly, right? <laughs> that is that is so true. It's so good that Daryl was captured and Daryl escaped the fire. Yeah, and put her first. He says, you see, there's one thing I forgot to tell you. Never turn your back on your brother. To Daryl. He's telling to Daryl. Never turn your right back on your Right then, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right then. <laughs> right. He says, God doesn't always use fire as his baptism. It's also his wrath. And he shoves Bossy into the fire oh my God. and holds him down with his leg. And he oh. stomps on him. And you can watch him burn to death. And oh, nobody stops him. Off. Nobody's like, hey, don't do that. Everyone just stood there and they're like, uh. Now, he clearly did not deserve that, except he's the guy who stabbed Alden, so fuck him. Yeah, agreed. He, uh, he yells, we are the chosen ones. We run into the fire. We run into the battle as always. And I'm thinking, yeah, you run into the fire. You just threw him into the fire. You just threw him in. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how it ended with that big speech. So at that point, did you think 
he was crazier than Negan and or the governor? Like, where did you think he ranked as far as crazy leaders? I think he's crazier than both. Really? Okay. Negan did some dark shit too, but Negan seemed and and seems more like he's not crazy. He's more grounded. This guy is like often never, never land. Yeah, but like, Negan did throw the doctor into the fire. He did, but he, like I said, Negan did some crazy shit. He burned but faces his, with irons. His mental stability, oh, I think, man. was in a much better place than... Pope. Well, you have you have swung you have been fooled by the Negan. Maggie was right. They, you may have fooled those other people, and Jamie, <laughs> and Jamie, Maggie Ray, <laughs> Maggie Ray. All right. Well, they. I, I'm so uh, on Talking Dead. They asked uh, Alana Masterson, Tara, if she thinks Pope is crazier than the governor, and she said yes. That governor was just power hungry. This guy's nuts. I don't yeah, know. this guy's crazy. The, the governor kept heads in jars. That's also, and he kept his daughter like right. on a walker. Leash. And the governor from the comics is a lot crazier than the governor TV show. But she was only oh, referencing really? the governor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what Michonne does to the governor in the comics, you got just Google that if you want. Google okay. image Michonne, governor, spoon, and uh, comic, and you'll see oh, what boy. she did to the governor. Okay. Remember oh, she, she 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 got she put glass in his eye. Yeah. That's why he wore the patch. Yeah. Yeah, it's much worse than the comics. Hmm. What she does to him. Okay, I can't wait. All right. Scene for next week. It's the gang from the Commonwealth shopping, walking down the street, looking at cupcakes in the store window. <laughs> Eugene Delicious. says, we can't stay. We have to go get help for our people. And he's still with fake Stephanie in the trailer. Eugene. Uh, Maggie throws a knife at Negan's head. Negan ducks and there's a walker behind him that she hits with the knife. So she wanted to kill the walker, but she could have said, Negan, look out. She could have said duck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then, then they show the scene of the Whisperer mask. And uh, and that's it. Now, I have AMC Plus. I was four. I, I know I told you it was eight ninety nine for AMC Premiere for the year. Yeah, that's what I pay. That's true, except as of this week, you can't watch the episodes early on AMC Premiere. You can only use it to watch the shows when they come out live. Why? Because, because they want you to buy Plus. Oh, okay. Because eight ninety nine for a year is not the same price as sixty dollars for the year. Yeah, I do eight ninety nine a month. Oh no, Directv. You have to do Directv. You know what? My roommates cut the cord on me, so I have no cable. Okay, so, so... here's what you need to do: uh, sign up for AMC Plus and let them know you have AMC Premiere, and they will transfer your balancing time to your AMC Plus account. And AMC Plus is four ninety nine a month right now. Okay, because legit question, I get so confused because I'm only, I only can watch it, and I, it says I have AMC Plus, and I watch it through my Apple TV, yeah, well, and that's how I watch the episodes. Right, every but that's because you have the app on your Apple TV. I'm saying when you have Apple, it's the same thing. It's just you download the Apple, the uh, AMC Plus app, and okay. then and then you sign up there, and they'll cancel your, they'll transfer your balancing time remaining. Eight okay. months, nine months, whatever you have left, and make it AMC plus time. Okay. And it's less money, so sign that shit up is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> sign that shit up. It's to, totally worth it. You have it's to pay it. for the year. And plus, there's uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. So when the episode ended, I got behind-the-scenes Angela Kang telling me stuff about the episode. Yes, I love that part. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, AMC plus. So there you go. So eight ninety nine a month, too much money. Worth it. Talking yeah. Dead, Alana Masterson, uh, who played Tara, Hillary Burton Morgan. 
who plays uh, JDM's, or is JDM's wife, who played Lucille, and Lynn Collins, yes. Leah. They talked about what I told you earlier, that Agatha was hanging from the wire at Meridian. I have There's no explanation as to why they picked her and what happened to the person hanging there before, but they somehow found Agatha and recognized her to get her and, and string her up. Mm. Uh, they put up a poll. Does Daryl still have feelings for Leia? 74% said yes. What do you think, Jamie? I don't... I think there's a soft spot for her, but I wouldn't say feelings, like in love. Okay. All right. Uh, another poll. Did Does Daryl trust Leah? 81% said no. Do you think Daryl trusts Leah? I say no. Uh, no. Not fully. Absolutely not. Not okay. with the shit she's a part of and is okay with it. <laughs> now, Lynn Collins was uh, there via satellite from, from Atlanta. And she slipped up big time. Did you catch it? What did she say again? You know what? Let me say what or slip up because I, in case anyone doesn't want to hear it, I'll tell you slip Warning. up. Warning. Okay. You know what? I'm <laughs> going to tell you that. You could jump ahead t- 10 seconds or 20 seconds. She didn't give anything away exactly, but she sort of alluded to something. So she, so she says, when asked if Daryl trusts Leah, she says he should not trust her. Her allegiances are with the Reapers. Right? Mm-hmm. And she says she's going to have to choose. And then she says, uh, well, we're going to see that, aren't we? So she said he should not trust her because her allegiance is to the Reapers. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, well, you know, she's going to have to make a choice and, and we'll see where that goes. But she, so she sort of gave up the fact she's going to choose the Reapers over Daryl. Yeah. She sort of. She has no choice. Right. Because they'll and, kill her. And Hardwick ignored it. Hardwick was like, okay, let's move on. So anyway, uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Another poll was favorite mustache on The Walking Dead. Pope, Simon, or Abraham? Oh, Abraham won. Abraham, of course. The red uh, chops? Come on. Yeah, the red chops. 90%. 90% Abraham. I did love Stephen Oggs, though, as Simon. That was pretty good. 90%. Stephen Oggs, Simon, and uh, uh, Pope, 1%. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, speaking of Alden, before I forget, you know my friend Spruce. He's been on this podcast. Oh, Spruce, we love you. He was out over the weekend. He went to um, an Irish pub. Because his friend passed away, and they were doing like um, mm. uh, a tribute to him. It was his favorite pub, yeah. and so they went, and it was a band playing Irish tunes, and it was crowded. And this guy says to him, "Hey, um, you want to have a seat? We're, we're we're hanging out, listening to the music." And he says, "Nah, I'm here for a ceremony, for, you know, to honor my friend who died." He's like, "Ah, right, well, when you're done, you know, come over, bring everybody, come over. We're gonna hang out. The band's gonna be playing in a couple minutes." Join us. We have room at the table. So he recognized him, but Spruce is the kind of person he won't take pictures with celebrities. He won't yeah. even like, he barely say hi to them. He doesn't ever want to put anybody above himself. And he's, he's always yeah. very chill. He's like, oh, hey, how you doing? That's it. So he ends up sitting down and spending hours talking about the band and the music and, and uh, his friend. And he tells me, he says, oh, yeah. He goes, by the way, I knew you'd get a kick out of it. It was uh, Callan who plays Alden. What? Get the hell out of here. Yep. And he never mentioned The Walking Stop Dead. Stop it right now. Yep. He never mentioned The Walking no. Dead. Dead. Never brought it up. It was just... Stop. 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 What? I can't. I can't believe the story. Yeah. Wait. What? When, what? This was this last weekend? Yes. Oh, so he must live around here. Oh, he's in t- it's New York. He could be here for any reason. So he's a really nice guy in mm-hmm. real life. I like that. Mm-hmm. Spruce, oh my God, we need to see Spruce in real life and get all the deeds. This well, is so that was cool. the deeds. He did. That's it. He just hung out with him. 
That's so cool, like, though. How chill end, is that? End, That's amazing. You, at the end, didn't you whisper and go, hey, just want to say I like, enjoy your work? He goes, nope, I didn't say a word to him. He says, other wow. people recognized him, but he acted. So I like you. Oh, I wanted to slap him. I can't believe he didn't say a word I when slapped, he watches the show. I would have slapped Spruce, except he was on the phone. I was, I was slapping my phone. <laughs> oh, man. That is an amazing story. Yeah. That's Spruce. Holy hell. Spruce completely like. Spruce, man. Like, I'll tell I him, like, can't... oh, Beyonce's on the show. He's like, okay, cool. Like, you like Beyonce. Yeah, I know. He's just <laughs> like, whatever. I would have freaked out. I know you would have, which is why I wouldn't have <laughs> told you. Hey. All right. Uh, scene... I'm composed. Yeah, you're composed. Oh, please. You've seen me meet them a lot of times. And I... <laughs> Did I ever storm Rita's <laughs> booth? <laughs> please sign my plastic mat. Please sign it. Oh, God, I love you. Okay, my placement. Stop. I, I'm going to be buried with that thing. Yes, you probably would. That thing is I'm epic. Because I'm going to tell your mom you promised it to me and I'm going to sell it. It has my name all over it. Yeah, so some girl named Jamie's going <laughs> to pick double. Girl named, some girl named Jamie's going to be like, I can't believe it has right, my name. Right, absolutely. You know, like, I have stuff that I have signed to David that I don't want. Somebody named David's going to be like, whoa, I got this autograph to me. It's great. <laughs> my kids have stuff autographed to them that they don't like the artist anymore or they were one-hit wonder, or they grew out of it. So, if somebody wants like a Miley Cyrus autograph with my daughter's name on it, how cool is that? Well, that works out. I mean, that's awesome. Well, I'm not selling Miley Cyrus. That's okay. she likes her Miley Cyrus autograph. I'm just saying. I don't want to <laughs> mention like people. Who, I don't want to badmouth anybody who's not yeah, around anymore. Yeah, I get that. Not a big I get star. that. But you know, they che- they treasure like their Hillary Duff autographs, their yeah. Lady Gaga autographs. It's just some they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great when I was eight, but now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, scene from next week. Judith is teaching all the kids how to use uh, swords to fight walkers. They're wooden, but she's teaching them. Gracie and Judith see a couple of young boys and a girl standing by a small opening in the Alexandria metal fence. And there's a walker sticking his head through, and they're putting their hands near him as if to go like, try to bite me, try to bite me. Oh, my God. Now, you wouldn't do that with a lion or a dog. I'm not sure why they're doing it with a walker, that if he bites you, you're dead. You're you are dead. You won't just miss a finger. You will die. Right. So Judy, Judy, Judith yells at them. She says, "Cut it out!" And they don't. And she says, "If you don't cut it out, I'm going to tell Rosita. I'm going to tell Rosita." She was a very whiny little kid, and uh, the, the, this kid who's bigger than her, right, pushes her down onto the ground and says, "No wonder your mom abandoned you." Now, <gasps> what kind of Snap. asshole? What a little jerk and, off. And, and, who, my language. and who would say that? She was in charge of the community, and you're going to badmouth her mother? Michonne ran that's, that shit. That's some smack talk. Judith says, what did you say? And the guy yeah, says, you're such, you a, say, bitch? says, you're such a baby. <laughs> she probably left because of all your whining. And Judith oh. pulls out her knife, puts it to his throat, and says, what did you say? And that's yeah, Judith, that little ass kicker. Right. Now, at that point, you have to, like, you're the guy. if I'm the guy... I swing my arm around, grab her arm, and put the knife, pull the knife away. She's not going to stab you. Dude, she's yeah. not going to kill you. <laughs> she's not going to. And it, was a, but... it was a tough guy scene, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, the kid playing the walker is JDM and Hillary Burton Morgan's son, Gus. Yes, I remember JDM posting a really long time ago and saying that Gus was on set and he was they were turning him into a walker. Yep. That's amazing. Amazing. Ne- oh, love that story. Next week on Talking Dead, Ross Wong and Cassidy McClincy, who plays Lydia. Oh. Now, in the trailer for next week, Aaron is one of the people that finds the Whisperer mask at Hilltop. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Lydia is involved because it's Whisperers. 
Of now, course. Are they both on the show because they're main featured players on that episode? Or does Lydia die? Hmm. I doubt it. I, I doubt, doubt it. But they're both whispers are very a big part of their life, so that's probably it. Well, not not all well, the part of uh, Lydia's life, yes. Well, yeah, Aaron and Aaron's involved, but well, but he he's not really a whisperer type guy. No, he's not a whisperer. Right. I mean, but he wasn't like like involved. No, meaning like he was against them. You know, he's for the cause. Oh, right, for the cause, for the people. That's what I meant. For, for, the, for, the, for people. the people, for, for the, the people. people. He was fighting for the people. All right, so I'm gonna. We can both watch the next episode. It was it out of the ashes? I think we can yes. go watch that now. So I may have to go do that now. And, well, I'm gonna uh, go to bed. We'll catch uh, <laughs> catch up next week. Um, uh, not not on vacation again for uh, a couple of months. So we we should be pretty good for almost every week doing an episode. Awesome. So I hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, if you have friends who were listening and stopped for a while because we stopped for a while, do us a favor. Uh, I can tell that we haven't gotten back to normal level with with, with listenership. We're we're sort of at the halfway mark prior okay. to the pandemic. So let's get the word out. Let's uh, do us a favor, please. Let's tweet about the podcast, if you don't mind, uh, and remind people who you may yes, know. Please. like think Because not everybody knows we're doing it again. Yeah, you know, that, I, that again, is true. I apologize. We took a hiatus when the show took a hiatus. And uh, we all got the, uh, you know, uh, we're all home. So uh, that's all. Just, uh, you know, do us a favor. All right. Yeah. Don't forget to check out, uh, you know, sometime the BrooklynBoys.BigCartel.com for the Walkers and Talkers shirt. Our Yay, first piece of merchandise. That is so exciting. Very exciting. And uh, other than that, it's time, Jamie. What time is it? It's time, time to, to shut this sh- shit down. <laughs> oh, come on, Jamie. <laughs> Don't worry about me. You just do you. <laughs> okay, I'll Listen do me. 10-inch Daryl Dixon. Oh, God. Okay. That's what you probably yell. Okay. <laughs> Jamie. Yes. What time is it? <laughs> It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut this, shit, shut this down. shit down. Thank you. I don't know. Did you add some words in there? I think I did. I think we need to change the ending. Jamie, what time is it? We're done. It's so much easier in real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This is real life. What are you talking about? You don't but I mean like in person real life. All right. You know what? This is after 8 o'clock again. We promised we wouldn't do an after 8 o'clock podcast. I, you know I get loopy. You are loop-de-dooped. <laughs> All right, loopy. Okay. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.